evening talk is From Fear to Love. Yesterday evening I was uh, referring to bookshops and the world of uh, books, of uh, literature, and the great number of uh, books which are available. And as with many things uh, in life, and reading is uh, uh, one of those, that in the very activity of reading, we may find ourselves, our eye glancing on a particular page or phrase or theme which uh, touches us and touches us quite well and and, and quite deeply uh, in that moment. And there is a receptivity to, to what we read. But all too often, as with so many things in life, we move on far too quickly and instead of giving ourselves the real opportunity to absorb the depth of what has touched us, of what we have uh, read, we then move on to the next line, the next page, the next uh, theme, and then quickly, of course, forget that which we responded to. And therefore, everything tends to stay at one rather similar kind of level. That also, and similarly applies to many other areas of life, that there are plenty of signals coming out to us, plenty of informations of important and deep things, but we simply don't allow ourselves a real time and opportunity to stop and to really take note and take notice of what is going on for us. And then we wonder why, after a period of time, why we feel so fearful, or why we feel so uh, anxious, or we feel so uh, agitated or explosive. And, of course, as we've seen with uh, the inquiries or listening in the small groups during uh, the days here, how things do gather and accumulate and it seems like we have a rather short fuse and then there's a a reaction and we feel uh, overwhelmed. One of the ways that happens noticeably and people on retreat as well as out of them uh, report so frequently is the influence of fear and the way the fear has an impact uh, on our life as an emotional response to uh, situations and the trouble that it gives to us. One of the difficulties that goes along with the experience of fear is the uh, belief in somehow or other it it gets put into a kind of natural category where it's natural to have fears. Everybody uh, has fears. But uh, Dharma teachings take a different kind of perspective on, on things and regards all fears without exception as unsatisfactory and therefore pointing to life in an essential and primary way which genuinely feels to be fearless. So sometimes we will, we will, will say, well, uh, I don't run across the road and uh, get myself run over, and it's fear which stops me from doing that. I, um, I, need, I need fear to stop me from um, um, having an accident or whatever it might be. 
Well, it, it might be for some people, and some people may think, but one would hope that um, plenty of human beings do have a little intelligence and see that it's not very useful nor wise to run across the busy street and get oneself run over. So it seems to me that sometimes we confuse intelligence, just natural intelligence, with fear. And Dharma teachings are all about finding intelligence and having a lot less fear going on, on in our life. In looking into the uh, areas of uh, fear and, and the huge challenge of transforming fear uh, to love, Sometimes we'll say to ourselves and we'll say to uh, uh, each other, Oh, I have so many fears. And when we speak of so many fears, what we perhaps have in mind is that there is one fear that's going on, it has varying strengths to it, and it keeps attaching itself or connecting with different events, different circumstances. So that there is fear, it's not multiple fears as we sometimes believe and therefore we get rid of one fear but then we've got this other fear and then we've got this other fear and then we've got this other fear. It's an endless task. But rather, and perhaps more easy in a certain respect to say, I have fear inside of me these fears arise in certain situations and they latch on to certain areas. Usually in life, things which matter to one. So it's not at all unusual that where we experience the strongest love, we correspondingly experience the strongest fear. Something is going on with and it might be the strength of the fear and the strength of the love almost equal to each other. And think about what or who you love, whatever that might be, how easy the fear, the potency of the fear is accompanying that love sometimes to the same degree. Sometimes more and sometimes less. When I was just uh, recently in uh, India, mm. just got back uh, 10, uh, 12 days ago, and some of you have been to India and uh, you're fairly uh, familiar with the situ uh, situation. And like with any country on this earth, there are different faces of a, of a single uh, country. And at one level, there's of course the desperate uh, poverty all the fears that go with that. There's the violence in the country which goes out on the, on the street and also behind the closed doors. There's the incredible uh, uh, corruption uh, that takes place and sometimes to just a breathtaking degree. And in, just on the corruption level, one uh, uh, small company was selling a small part to the uh, uh, Indian uh, Navy which cost uh, around 
60 rupees for 200,000 rupees, can you imagine? So the Indian Navy was ordering a spare part for one of their ships. It cost a handful of rupees and this company was selling it to them for about 200,000 uh, rupees and to cap it all the uh, Indian Navy had a complete stock of it anyway <laughs> this is what you call corruption <laughs> so sometimes one goes to places one goes to uh, uh, India and of course you know we in the European Union shouldn't wave the flag uh, too loudly we only have to look at some of our own politicians and we go to a country we have exposure uh, uh, to a, a particular place and so often behind closed doors there can be a tremendous amount of fear uh, taking place and when in, in, in India in a report that came out uh, last month and 10,000 uh, women uh, were interviewed and of course many do spend their lives behind closed doors there are always far more men on the street than there are uh, women 24%, about one in four of the, of the women interviewed said that they have been and are subjected to violence in their home so one sees here, can just imagine that wherever there is violence of course in any, any form, the physical violence, the verbal violence there will always be, as going along with it, various fears as, as well and the meeting of fear and violence being so predominant in far too many people's lives and sometimes one sees like dogs which are cornered uh, the aggression comes out in, in situations and a number of you here I know have been exposed to violence in your life and so often there can be fear which is the driving force behind the aggression fear being the driving force behind the aggression that these two emotions can be extraordinarily uh, linked, linked up together and sometimes when we're afraid and we're hurt or we're uh, wounded or we're in pain sometimes we become very angry very aggressive very negative why? the fear there so it's not an easy task to step back with ourselves to look back and when we're seeing some uh, aggression um, coming from out of us that perhaps the fuel for it is some kind of fear and we can't deal with the fear the fear is too difficult to attend to so we put it out in some um, aggressive manner it's dynamic going backwards and, and, and forwards and sometimes one family that I, I know where the, uh, the, elder, the daughter, she's 14 or 15 cards, she goes to our school, we have a school for the poor children in, in Budgaya and it's a, uh, a Muslim family and the school that we have there is an inter-faith, uh, inter-religious school and many times we, in any situations where there is acute poverty, we never realise how vulnerable the life is and, and what that can, can mean 
and not at all unusual in uh, rural India for the electricity, things that you and I here take for granted every day. The electricity gets just suddenly stops, it just gets cut off for whatever reason that might be and that happened in, uh, happens in Budgaya very, very regularly. And sometimes it's off for a few minutes and sometimes it's off for hours or overnight or, or, or even uh, days it, it can happen. And the brother of uh, the young uh, uh, student pupil at our, our school Electricity uh, was off and he was trying to fix the wiring in their very, very poor uh, village home. And just tragically, in the moment he put the wire in his mouth to bite off the coil at the end. And in the very moment that he did that, the electricity came on and he was right there in the room where the house was killed. Absolutely one moment finished. And so situations in, in life where, there, where there's poverty and where there's violence and where there's uh, fear and there's all, all these ongoing tragedies which are, which are constantly taking place and sometimes we need to have and open up our inner life to have a wider perspective uh, on things. Still, nevertheless, fears arise in their own life they need to be attended to, we need to find ways to work with them. And there is a kind of scale of them, which, which uh, we might say, which, which goes on. And we could find some worthwhile, and make some worthwhile time in our life if we feel we are troubled with fears, as uh, a number of you have reported. And sometimes with these fears that I have, these are the strong, these ones are very, very strong, and then these are less strong, and these are easier to work with, etc. The tendency of the mind, which is all important, is that sometimes we don't attend to the smaller fear that is going on. We just kind of live with it, we accept it, and then we feel besieged or overwhelmed with the bigger ones that arise, whatever they may be about. And it's vital, since practice has a capital P to it, as all it is, is that if we develop the practice which says, okay, I'm really going to attend to these small fears that uh, arise uh, in my life, really work on those, it actually develops and trains the, uh, the mind to have the capacity that when fear has a more substantial form to it, the determination and the interest in it, to work with it, will be there because we have a practice of working with fear. Sometimes, in that expression of uh, working with uh, fear that arises, sometimes there's no choice in it. We know, we know that, that that which we are afraid to do, or afraid to act, or afraid to res re uh, respond to, we've got to find the determination, and we've got to find the effort and the energy to, uh, to change that. And we say, sometimes we say, where does that come from? The ordinary mind says, well, 
they're stirring it. I couldn't possibly do that. I just can't uh, do that. And of course, when we keep postponing things, when we keep putting, putting them off, the fear doesn't go away. It just hangs around, so to speak, in the inner life. Given the same situation, it will be present yet again. So, it's finding a, a kind of strength in the here and now, finding a, a determination in the here and now to actually change something. And I remember the Buddha said when he, before his uh, awakening, he said, he was constantly experiencing fear and dread. So these two words, he was constantly experiencing fear and dread. And he made the determination with himself that he would keep walking up and down and keep sitting and keep with it until he walked up and down and walked through it. So, rather than just concluding I am experiencing uh, uh, fear uh, and dread, noticing that experience, noticing the sensations and the feelings and the emotions which are going on, on with it, and despite all of that, responding, despite, despite all of that, acting. What that means, in practical terms, what that means is, fear, in Dharma language for the moment, fear is that force or pattern which stops the action. Fear is what stops. Of something which one knows is helpful to do, useful to do, appropriate to do, skillful to do, intelligent to do, whatever, and it stops it. That, when it stops, that's fear. Sometimes in the inner life, there can be a lot of fears arising, so to speak, a lot of anxiety, a lot of thoughts, I can't do this, I couldn't possibly do this, I'm not ready for this, all the thoughts that go on, yet one does it. When the actual action comes, despite all the sensations that might be arising in the body, the emotions that may be arising, the thoughts that are arising, when one acts, this is called fearlessness. even if all the sensations are going on which normally would stop it. Now, to put it uh, another day, if the, if, the, if the Buddha was walking down the lane here and then suddenly um, two or three uh, Rottweilers, you know what Rottweilers are, the most pleasant animal on this earth, out of the dark jumped at him and with all teeth bearing uh, 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 etc you know three of them you know, from all kinds of, all kinds of sides you know I'll put my life on it he'd experience some sensations <laughs> and those sensations would would, would, would would come out of his body there would be his or, his or her his, there'd be sweating 
because it's not very nice having Rottweilers you know, barking up one's armpits and uh, there, there'll be heat in the, in the body there'll be sensations coming out of the, uh, the, 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 the stomach there'll probably uh, be uh, a wish to, to uh, get out of there as quickly as possible uh, etc. The human response and the adrenaline that can go with it in such a situation or whatever if from that situation then the, the, the Buddha or whoever we want to uh, uh, have then the, the three wilders jumped at him and then he starts running off down the road panic stricken and, and, and screaming for help or, or whatever you know, then we might say then we would say I would say anyway okay poor guy's caught up in fear <laughs> that's fairly self evidently I would say to all of that so just the fact in other words of what's emerging out of the system called the bodily system what's emerging out of organic life vibrations and sensations the intense unpleasant the not, li- the not liking of it the wanting of it to be different etc itself is not fear it of itself is not fear the, the fear is when one can't act or when one flees and runs and therefore the fear is then deciding what takes place and it's very easy and rather all too human to get confused between the experiences that are coming out of the body and keep labelling it fear that and it's knowing the difference between that which is coming out and when it is actually fear therefore as I say fear is when one wants to do something which is useful and one can't fear is when one there's anger and aggression or, or, or violence because it's, it's supported with fear fear is when there is a panic and uh, uh, fleeing and we're just swept along in the wave of it getting to know what fears and getting to know what's coming out of one's being those waves that may arise makes all the difference in the world as I say a a Buddha would sweat with Rottweilers when there is movement going on and there is fear with it and there's there's some movement of emotion let us say there are some waves going on there is some pressure which is associated with it and of course in retreat circumstances and in the silence of things many many times and every day in fact in various ways we listen to what's going on in people's inner life and we listen to uh, people's fears and one of the things which one notices again and again that when something is going on and inwardly and it feels difficult to handle Something's going on, it feels difficult to handle and one feels really caught up in the, in the waves. Quite often, 
There are about three kind of thoughts and views and opinions which tend to emerge out of that wave which is, uh, which is uh, uh, arising. One of them is, I can't bear it, how long is this going to go on for? So one form of the fear is the fear of continuity and it won't change. And therefore our practice of learning to really experience change and see impermanence and see things coming and going and to get that so deep inside of us that that will be a very quick response when the, the fear arises and one feels that whatever the circumstances are, it won't go away. Therefore we do a lot of practice on anicca, seeing change, seeing impermanence. When fear has got more intense, the fear, whatever it may be around, uh, and whatever the circumstance it, it may be, or whatever the wave is, more intense form usually shows it in some form of losing control. And therefore, again, there's an intensification of the identification with what's going on. There's a fear of things being getting um, out of control. And when there's that fear of things getting out of control, of course, the anxiety levels and uh, uh, the wave, sometimes panic, begins to, to arise. And the self feels in those experiences, feels incredibly helpless because one feels things are getting out of control. As though the self can really be in control. And therefore, in working uh, with, with that, it's again the practice as we do here, is endeavouring, not easy, to see the various forms of experience, not as me in control of my experiences, because we're not, but learning to have more space uh, around them. And uh, tomorrow Kathleen will speak to you about this in the uh, morning instructions. Learning to have more space around the experiences and seeing those experiences much more from a, a standpoint and from a place of seeing them not so personally. In other words, when we identify very strongly with the fear, with the reaction, and the strength of that identification, one has the fear that things are, one's losing control, things are getting out of control. It's showing to us that all too humans are overly identified with the experience that's going on. What it is is when it gets very strong, now, one is continuity, another is losing control, another common fear. When it, and when it gets uh, very strong, and again, we, something we hear regularly, the thought that arises with the strength of that kind of fear is, I'm going crazy, or I can go crazy. And in those moments, the mind is in a panic. It feels that it's losing uh, touch with everything and this feeling of being overwhelmed perhaps I'm going to go crazy. Again, not an unusual uh, uh, voice and, uh, and concern. Sometimes, with any one of those three where the fear is manifesting uh, in that way, from the one as it were who's undergoing it or experiencing 
experiencing uh, through that may not be able to see her or his way through it at the time. It may, as it does regularly, feel overwhelming. And therefore it is necessary at times to have whatever it is, friend, teacher, or whoever, who actually helps us and enables us to get a little bit more perspective. And we've probably all had the experience where feeling over overwhelmed, things not going away or out of control or fear of going crazy and then just a few words from another, another person just helping to put things into perspective helping us to see that little bit more clearly sometimes we're so engrossed in it we, we can't do it and then we need the simple human clarity of another person not identified with it and says things are okay you're okay, this is just going on there and, uh, uh, and whatever else seems supported. All of this such that, so that when, either within ourselves, we notice a particular fear uh, arising or a form of it, or um, with regard to hearing it from another, instead of saying, oh yes, when somebody else tells us what their fear is, and then one says, oh yes, I, I know what you mean. Yes, and then one then goes on, gives that person a long list of one's own fears, which is the last thing that the other person wants to, wants to hear. They've got enough of their own to deal with. And, and so there's a lot of um, commiseration about what two fearful human beings have in common with each other. But it doesn't make us scratch a difference. They both go away, feeling as miserable as when they start, started. And instead of, it needs, sometimes, uh, to say, well, yes, there is fear, but how do you work with it? What are practical steps to take? What's the way of looking at this situation from a non-fearful place? Between transformation of fear and, and to love, which is love in its clearest form, therefore isn't infected with the fear, there has to be some kind of bridging. It isn't easy for the inner life and for the heart life to make a sudden switch from fear to love. It's a very rare human being that can make that kind of uh, switch. So somewhere, some steadying factor or factors are necessary to transform the inner life from feeling fear to a steadiness with the love. And that's where aspects of practice become very important and of course meditation and focusing and steadying uh, of oneself and making that practice of uh, equanimity, of uh, balance and uh, even-mindedness and really applying that in ordinary situations where we, might, where we know we have a tendency to get quickly agitated or quickly afraid something might happen and something will go wrong or be out of control and in the small things, 
it's those small things which develop the inner life to deal with the, 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 the more significant more significant ones you know and the, I don't know if it happens how much it happens at uh, Gaia House but certainly some of the other retreat centres because they have to get mentioned I'm thinking of the uh, USA here where people would arrive on uh, arrive on, on, on uh, uh, retreat one would have thought that on their arrival that um, people, people were uh, entering into a kind of Ethiopian famine area in other words they, they arrive and they've heard you know, terrible stories that there's only one main meal of the day and then at 5.30 all you, all you get is a bit of cold toast and, uh, and soup from the last millennium and and so people come in armed with tons of food <laughs> just you know, absolutely prepared for the worst there and these huge fridges in uh, IMS full up with, with people with peanut butter and, uh, and, 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 uh, and chocolates and, uh, and, and crisps and snacks for the night, etc. So the whole retreat was going to be under siege for, for, for a, a, a week. And, and all of this is fear. It's got nothing, nothing to do with this, oh, what I need. It, it's, it's the fear which is oper- uh, uh, op- operating. And not being able to acknowledge that fear and say, okay, if I have breakfast time and uh, lunch time and then uh, some uh, snack in the e- evening or whatever, well, it doesn't mean to say that I'm going to come out of here like uh, some emaciated orphan or, or whatever. No! And sometimes pe- people will say, oh, I, I, I have to eat all the time etc uh, etc et and there may be some uh, situations you know, because of the system or whatever uh, like that but often they're very very rare and sometimes when people tell us that on, on, on retreat they say oh, I have to eat every hour every uh, two hours and then quite often people say that and then they completely forget and they go hours without eating like the rest of us and uh, etc so sometimes the view of the mind has with it some fear which is moving and uh, oper- operating and it doesn't register it just doesn't register that's what's moving us quite often when there is insecurity and we're feeling uncomfortable we, whatever it might be and then we overdo it whatever it might be, greed let, let us say, taking too much or whatever you didn't realise that there is some fear which is behind it and that's moving us so our getting back to ourselves is knowing in our actions with the day and through the rhythm of the, of the day and really appreciating activities of body, speech and mind which one senses and one can feel with one's own experience of one's own authority this doesn't have fear in it. Some people say, my life is full of fears. It's complete nonsense. 
even if one wanted to have them full of fears, one couldn't organize the mind so well. Some people are trying very hard, I know, but one can't have a life full of fears. So, when we make a strong generalization uh, uh, about it, we miss those experiences which are not in fear. We do know what fearless experiences are. We do know plenty of situations where we respond and act and there isn't fear there. And sometimes people will say, because fear has different content, like today, person say comes to the inquiry and there are some people who will say, God, I could never, over my dead body, would I ever go up to the front of the hall and speak about the, the state of my inner life. And some people would never do that, and they think, God, how do people do that? Get up there and let all their dirty washing hang out in front of, the, front of everybody? Except I could never do that, some people say. Yeah. And some people uh, do it easily. And quite often other people are quite fearless in other areas and, 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 and another person say, how do they do that? So all that we can do in relationship to this is to know experiences in life where we respond and we're not afraid even if the sensations are there to, to be as clear as possible with experiences in life which we really know we need to work with and we can work with them and to be clear about what they are and really practice working with them and trusting that if we do that then we'll have greater capacity to deal with the strong force of fear which can arise um, which can be the accumulation of neglecting the small ones because it's the same fear fear is one just different objects we don't realize if we just attend to the little ones which we neglect, we're actually digging into the fears and that will begin to take some of the power out of those which we call major fears or big fears in life. It is possible to, for, the, for, the, for us to lose the grip of fear over us. It really is possible. And then one can say with hands on one's heart, the arising of fear is a very occasional event. Our practices of equanimity here, our focusing, our awarenesses, our meditations, our seeing change and impermanence, our learning to watch a state of mind as a state of mind, all of that is an extremely helpful and invaluable resource for dealing with one of the most difficult of all human emotions called fear. Sometimes we barely see the very direct relationship to our meditation practice and dealing with these issues, particularly this uh, one which is so common amongst human experience. In that the actual willingness to work with that finally and uh, see that. As I said earlier, so much and so easily the strongest fears 
do get linked with love and sometimes, rather unfortunately we use fear and the relationship uh, of fear to justify the love we love somebody or we love to do something or we love our work and then we get used I remember once here in this hall we had uh, the personnel manager of one of these large uh, corporations and he was having an extremely hard time with his employment and the reason being because he had the job of interviewing people to give them a job and therefore some people he was interviewing didn't get the job because of it. Uh, there and he also had the job of calling people into his office and telling them we are very sorry the company no longer needs you and he found that more and more distressing and difficult to to deal with so he couldn't see a way out of this difficulty and somehow or rather through the whatever, web of connections he found in himself and I think to his surprise sitting on a meditation cushion here in, in, in the hall uh, uh, for a week and he'd only been here for uh, two or three days weekend was barely over and the company r- rang here wanting to speak to him urgently and wanted him back in London to call a number of people in the middle management into the office for him to fire them and he went he went you know and his one line it was he says well he says you have to understand I'm a company man and was afraid to say well, some of my father say stuff you, I'm sitting on the cushion and <laughs> you fire them he was, af- he was afraid to say he was afraid that if he, if he did what he really wanted to do which is to have a week away from that to get some space in his life to look at what's going on uh, in his, his life uh, uh, life. He was afraid to say that. He was afraid to tell them what he was doing. They didn't know. But they just had his phone number, this phone number here. And so sometimes there is, there is fear arising, fear of loss or fear of, fear of change. And maybe there was love of the work. Anyway, he was losing that, I have to say. But maybe there was love of the work. And sometimes you have great love of the work but the love has got the shadow of the fear going along with it can we learn to distinguish love as love learn to see fear as fear and dissolve the, the, the fear and stay steady with the love for whatever it might be or whoever it might be
And it's an enormous challenge, and I think, as I said, a middle ground to liberate the inner life, to genuinely have a, a clear in, inner life. It will need from us, because it's emotional life we're talking about, it will need from us genuine practice and genuine exploration of finding ways to stay steady in the difficult situation. Because that is the breeding ground for fear, not being able to stay steady in a difficult situation. And therefore, we work with the knee pains, we work with the back aches, and we work with the wandering mind, and we work with all that comes and goes in the course of the day here, all part of the practice of learning to stay steady in difficult situations, so that love can shine through that steadiness, and fear loses its grip over us. And out of that we pay great respect to ourselves, I would say, and also, and equally of course, great respect to who and what we love. Because, as I said before, where there's fear with who and what we love, there will be anger to go with it. May we dig deep into ourselves to appreciate, to discover what a fearless life is. May all beings live with awareness. May all beings live with love. May all beings live wisely. So let's have a couple of quiet minutes together, shall we please? Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.